Hello, everybody. Surprise! It's Monday. We're doing this on Monday because, you know, it was Easter break. And, uh, you know, I wanted everybody to spend time with their family. I wanted to spend time with my family. And so, but there was so much fun stuff to talk about. If, if you consider losing five games in a row fun, but we've got that to talk about. And, of course, I'm not going to wallow in this misery by myself. Everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Ed, is going to join me in this misery. Oh, man, yeah. The misery just does not end with us in, in every shape, every which way and form, in my case. But, um, you know, we're, we're hanging in there. Uh, you know, we've got a lot to talk about. Inter-Miami keeps losing. Should we ask them for somebody's head? We'll be talking about that in a second. We were talking about that a year ago, almost to the day, right? I mean, we 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 were sitting around talking, and Ed's like finds this photo of 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 what we were talking about this time last year. Same thing. So let's dig into that all this today, and uh, and then find out, like you know, talk about uh, Ed might know a little bit about this new player coming in. And so lots of lots of fun stuff to talk about. Before we do that, let's say a big thank you to Canesware. And that's where you need to go to get all your inner Miami gear. I was there not that long ago and I bought uh, some new gear, bought my wife a shirt, bought myself a hat. Lots of great stuff there. Go support a local business. They're located in Davie, Florida, just south of 595 on University Drive. Uh, some of the coolest guys in town. Support them. And uh, you want to support us? Support them. So go to Caneswear and get all your inner Miami gear. Plus, you know, Marlins are playing now. I've been watching a lot of Marlins baseball, Ed, because, you know, the uh, T-Mobile. You know how T-Mobile gave the MLS um, um, a season pass app to people? They did the same thing with a Major League Baseball app. And so I've been watching me some uh, Marlins baseball as well. You can get a lot of Marlins baseball gear at Caneswear as well. Of course, anything that that's uh, you know South Florida teams, uh, you know, you name it. Plus the Canes, who were recently, you know, pretty, you know, they they were of course famous for a little bit. You know, they're always famous. Uh, that was that was there. good for business for Canesware. I'll tell you that. I I could imagine, but you know, the, every every South Florida team they support and they've got stuff for. So you guys got to go check that out at Canesware. Peter Brown. Let's say hello to a few folks. Yeah, there was somebody sports. I forgot the guy. First guy I saw sports something was on there. For, but Short, I think sports shorts. Up. I think that was him. Maybe he's saying yeah, he, go Marlins. He was the first guy that was on there earlier. I actually responded to him, but for some reason his uh, his thing isn't coming out. But uh, but he posted again. That I responded to him. Yeah, uh, Roberto Rivadeneira is with us. He also gave me some hot news that I, I can't say too much about because he said it was between him and me. Mm-hmm. But I'll, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about something that he told me about. All right. Um, we got B King. B King is also with us. He's saying you can't fire the players. So what? What do you do then? <laughs> oh, oh. Boy. somebody's head. I think we're going to talk about that in a bit. Our good friend Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas, you got to move down here already, bud, and and join us in our misery. Um, Richard Greenberg. I don't know if he's, he's probably still freezing up there. Yeah, it's probably still cold. I would yeah, imagine. Yeah. He needs to come down here and hang out with us for a bit. Andres Castaneda is also with us. He's Fired about, Neville, he says. He's all about that. He's on uh, on the, you know, let's cut his head already. Jonathan Carranza is also with us. What's up, Jonathan? 
Anthony Ornelas with us as well. Our good bud Patrick Barnhill. Yeah, Patrick, how are you doing, man? Thanks Happy for Easter. Time. Usually he catches us after, but I thought he wasn't at the team at the at the game, but he sent me a picture of himself there. So okay, that All was right, good. good. Uh, Inter Miami Costa Rica. He wow, they're, they're wow. We're getting some people from Costa Rica. From nice Costa Rica, probably following um, uh, Lasseter, I would imagine. And um, saying, Sports I'm Shorts right. asks. Peter, was your brother at the game? Yeah, so I guess the uh, the good luck charm is uh, worn off. Yep, that didn't work. You know, he's definitely not a bunny. Uh, Peter was rubbing his his toes just to see if you know his, his uh, feet, just to see mm. if you know he gets no. some luck out of there. But didn't I'm not he? touching anybody's feet. I'm not touching <laughs> anybody's feet, man. Yeah, we got Doopster also with us. Uh, oh, he's all about the. He's all about the give it guillotine. You didn't see that the other one where he's talking about? Oh, that's Esteban no. Dido. Sorry about that. Esteban Dido is also with us, and he was the one Chop talking the about head. the head off with his head off with his head. That was the title of the show last year, where it I was. put I found a, I, I created a graphic with uh, Neville's head in a chopping block because oh you forget. Well, that's what we that's what we used before, but. Um, mm-hmm. Richard Greenberg saying things could be worse. Check out the disaster called LA Galaxy. Their supporters groups are boycotting their games. Yeah, yeah, yep, they are. At least, at least our fans haven't turned their back on this team. Actually, we're right. getting some of the best crowds ever. Uh, you know, over seventeen thousand at the game. Uh, the stadium only holds nineteen, so it, that's a, a pretty packed house. So this year, it's been a solid, solid packed house, but. If they can't uh, win, uh, it's not going to continue. I think a lot has to do with the uh, you know um, the rumors of the certain you know best player in the world coming over here. Also, sure, um, you know, and also you know they started off really well, you know. So I think that also made many people think, oh, let's go check them out. They'll probably win the next game. Oh no, they'll win the next game. Well, so far that hasn't worked out so well. We've lost uh, two more games at home. Oh, we've got those two that we won at home. And now we're going to go to Houston. And we're going to see how that's going to work out. Yeah, and Houston hasn't uh, lost a game there this year. No, I mean, not only that is nobody scored a goal on them in their home this year. So, uh, but they've, from what I understand, they've been kind of up and down, I guess, maybe not so great on the road. I haven't really paid that much attention to them, but I did hear that stat that they have not given up a goal in their stadium this year. So, uh, Louis Rodriguez is checking in as well, saying they need to focus more on the infrastructure before signing big stars. So I don't know. I, I think the infrastructure of the team is pretty good. If you talk about infrastructure, talk about training staff and, and front office and things like that, I think they're 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 doing pretty good there. Um, yeah, I think one of the things that we talked about with Peter and, and, and Hulu, who sits with us uh, during the games, um, is that uh, we think uh, you know injuries has definitely hurt us, but also the fact that you know we're going after Messi. Yeah, to use Peter's words, that kind of hijacked us, right? Yeah, I'm so, yeah, it's like Messi. Messi is like kind of like holding us hostage because you know we can't make a decision until he makes a decision, 
and 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 they're clearly going to go after him. Well, I mean, Louis uh, Louis Rodriguez is saying we shouldn't sign big stars right now. Focus on the infrastructure. Well, clearly the team's not going to listen because they want that big star. And 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 the whole yeah, league what's wants more aggra- What's more aggravating is just that we can't make any moves until they make that move. You know, and and God forbid he doesn't sign with us because there's still a great chance that doesn't happen. And and then what? They, do they have a plan B? I sure hope so because plan A should have been keep Pozuelo. Yep. I'm about that one too. I think that's what's missing in the team right now. We're missing that 10 who's going to, you know, pass those balls to Joseph, who's going to pass those balls to Campana. Uh, that's that's what we need, man. And I'm thinking, I've, of course, you know, a lot of people, you know, we, they brought in um, Pizarro, who they thought was going to be a 10 for us. Well, he's the only one that's really creating any, you know, any, any uh, attacking, uh, you know, uh, any attacking, you know, effort, I guess you could say. Because, I mean, we got Stefanelli. Uh, I just don't think he's doing enough. You know, he's he's up there. You know, God bless him. He's he's trying, but. He's he works hard, but I, I, hard. I'm not. I'm not sold on Stefanelli. I still think Pizarro is better. I think they should uh, bench Stefanelli, put Pizarro in there in the beginning, uh, go with the two uh, forwards. Joseph, I'm very disappointed with. He's just not, you know, he's not doing anything. Uh, Peter was telling me, dude, he's just standing out there. He's yeah, he doesn't back. move. And the way I was watching, I focused on him a little bit more. Yeah, uh, on Saturday. And I just felt like he there's no movement. He just stands there waiting for the ball. And then there's a he had a couple of chances to either take a shot or make a pass, and they were all bad. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Andreas uh, Castaneda, Castaneda says, Pizarro, really? What attacking effort. Well, he had a couple of shots. Uh, of course, he shouldn't be the one taking the shots. I think he should be the one passing the ball to whoever's out, you know, whoever the forwards are, because I think, that, but he got substituted for uh, Campana. Got substituted for him. Uh, I just think also, you know, the the coach is not playing the players in the right place. Uh, we were talking, for example, I think uh, Duke is definitely not in the right place. And uh, and that was interesting because I saw the coach interviewed, you know, press game or midweek something, you know, conference, and um, I'm hearing a feedback. Are you? I, hopefully, you guys aren't hearing a feedback. I'm hearing no. my voice come back at me a little bit. Hopefully, this sounds okay today. No. It's having a few technical difficulties before the show. Hopefully, it sounds okay for you guys. Um, but, but the coach basically pulled uh, Bruce Di- Bruce <laughs> Bruce Dyke Bryce Duke aside <laughs> and said, "If you want to have a long career here, um, you're going to have to learn another position because, in his opinion." This club is going to always after go after a DP at number 10. So Neville feels like we're always going to go after a DP at number 10. So Duke, if you want to have a career here, you got to learn another position. We believe you could do it. So we are watching Bryce Duke learn on the job. He's a creative player. And when he comes in off the bench, like last year, when he was coming in off the bench, man, he was a spark. Right. But they're just not, they're not, um, you know, playing him in his right position, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. But and, um, and I, I think we, we all agreed during the game that that was happening, that, you know, yeah. he just wasn't in the right spot. We also, so, I think, agreed that 
we thought again that the, 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 should have been in there the general theme of this show is, you know, we were talking about uh, everybody hates Neville, which thanks to uh, to to Eric for that that show title. If you guys got a show title and you have an idea, throw it to us. We're always looking for one. Uh, and I had fun with that, looking for the everybody hates Chris logo and just making my own spin on it. But uh, uh, you know that that goes back to coaching. Then you know, it, putting players in the wrong position, and, and Neville has done that a lot. Through through his time here, putting people in maybe the questionable positions, uh, some it, so you know you could definitely um, you know blame him for that. Uh, you know, I saw somebody in the chat saying you can't blame the forwards because we don't have a number ten. That's they're not getting the ball. I mean, for the most part, I, I agree. But when you see like no movement from from Joseph, I, I just I get frustrated with him. I mean, you know, there's yeah, no there's nothing. And what's possession without any shots, man? I mean, uh, we put we we had possession, so, and that was it. Right. So, the one thing I thought was interesting is that in the post game conference, Neville did say basically, um, I, I had the quote somewhere, but again, I got a little uh, uh, messed up the, just before doing the show. Uh, but the quote said something to the effect that. Um, Players aren't performing and, you know, changes will be made. I mean, I'm summing up the general idea of what he said. The basic concept was, you know, people are going to sit. And the, and the question was basically posed more about Joseph. Um, and so I would not be surprised. And, and when we're traveling up to Houston to see Joseph playing off the bench and maybe seeing Borgelin come in and starting. How about that? Borgelin and Campana playing up top. With, you know, doing the same kind of thing he did with uh, Iguain, teaching him a lesson kind of thing, you know, uh, you know, get or with the program position. or sit on the bench. Yeah. Right. I, 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 I kind of agree with you. And I wouldn't mind having two big guys up front. That would be kind of exciting to watch, man. Yeah. So, hey, also, 786-474-4435 if you want to leave some voicemails. We've got two, so we should probably get to those fairly fairly soon um but i you know so when we when we're all talking about the blaming the coach and that's the thing is when i'm reading the internet and and the internet is on fire fire neville fire neville that's all anybody says and while i was watching what i thought might have been the worst first half this team may have ever played it was bad i'm starting to think the same thing i'm starting to think We've got good players. I think we have some good players. I feel like these are the kind of players we send to another team and they do well. Like, that's usually what happens, right? Right. And, and so I feel like we do have some good players. Are they all the best players? Maybe not. But I think we have something good there. So then, you know, you blame the coach. But then when we talk about Stefanelli, maybe maybe he's not the right pick. We talk about how short the team is last week. I, I was talking about how short the team is. You know, Chris Henderson can't come out of this without any any uh, you know jabs or anything at, on him. I mean, he's he's got to take some blame for this as well. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. It's just uh, we we you know the way we were talking about it. I think uh, also. One of the players that you know kind of disappeared, uh, Negri. I didn't see him as active as he, as he was the game before. But Negri oh, oh, also, 
He loves to get into the attack. And this is, again, probably coaching. Him and Yedlin both get into the attack so much, which then are leaving us exposed. They can't get back fast enough. It leads big spaces open for people to come down the flanks, and they're tracking back. And then you've got Christopher McVeigh trying to kind of cover two spots, and he's not doing the best job at doing that. So, I mean, I think we saw that a lot with, like, say, Yedlin going up and Negri. They like to go up. And I agree, yeah, uh, Negri didn't have as good of a game. Right, right. Um, and just off the top of my head, I mean, I can't, you know, we, you know, Eric Thomas is talking about it, too, about how, how we need Pusuelo. We should have just, I think, signed him God, and then, yeah. you know, gotten rid of, I don't know, uh, somebody, uh, you know, we could have bought a Gregory's DP. We could have. Um, Pizarro, you know, Pizarro gotten rid of Pizarro at the end. Um, Cause like you know, just open up space. You and I both have been happy with the way Pizarro is playing. I know that's kind of a, you know, people will call us idiots for, for liking what we we've seen out of him. You know, he, he's really good with the ball at his feet. Does he hold on to it too long? Sure. But at the same time, who would you rather have Pozuelo or Pizarro buy out Piz- Pizarro, get rid of him. And and right. should have um, uh, and bringing Messi. I mean, yeah, Sport. there were ways to to fix it. You know, to, to what was that? Sports you short says you two would be better coaches. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. I'm just, not. Uh, you know, you'll you'll notice fans. you'll notice on this show we don't get too deep on the tactics because man, I'm just a fan and oh, and yes. I'll miss stuff all the time. I don't claim. Here's one of the things I hate about our about our. Uh, about our, you know, as I'm reading the internet, I hate people on the internet like this. And some of you in our chat may be like this. I don't know. But when people on the internet are like, well, if you don't agree with me, you don't know football. You don't know football, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, because you don't agree with me. You don't know what you're talking about. I know football. I know all the facts. I know everything. You know what? I will sit here and tell you. I don't know anything. I'm just a fan mm-hmm. that wants my team to win. And, you know, I have a little knowledge. But I'm not a know-it-all like some of these, uh, you know, mm-hmm. keyboard commandos there. But uh, so Key- Keyboard coaches. Yeah, we're keyboard, keyboard coaches, coaches. exactly. We, so, we know our place. We're just fans and we got our opinions. And if you guys don't. Like our opinions, that's your opinion. <laughs> opinion? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I just, I, I, so funny story is, I don't know if I told you this, Ed, I, I was talking about this with, uh, with my brother and, 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 um, and Julio before the game. I'm not sure if you were there yet, but I, I, I saw, I saw Phil Neville come into the stadium. Did I, did you hear yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Talk yeah, you, you talked about it, yeah. <laughs> and it was just so funny because I'm walking to the, on the uh, I'm walking over to the west side to go into the store just because I'm there early. It kills in time, and he's walked in through the 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 couple double gates, and he walks in with a purpose. Like I probably could have stopped him for a selfie or something like that, but he's not. It's almost like he's walking so fast. He, he he's trying to get. He doesn't want people to stop him, but uh, you know, you know, in that moment, you've got that chance. You got that chance to say anything you want to the coach, right? And what do I say? Hi, hey. Phil. <laughs> Hi, Phil. Did, did he wave back at you at least? <laughs> he smiled. Uh-huh. And I'm just... <laughs> Hi, Phil. I, I could have seen you too do that. <laughs> I was such a fangirl. I was such oh, a, like a, just a, like a, just a, you know. I, I probably would have been doing the same thing. Yeah, I, mean, I'm but not I probably gonna... would have, 
I would have gone for the picture though. Yeah. Like, well, that's what I should have done afterwards. But because uh, that would have been our, our our thumbnail today. But uh, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to be the one guy that sits there and. Uh, well, I've got. It could. Go, you know, it could go along with if he gets fired. It could go along with the other. You know, photo I got with uh, Tubby. There's that Tubby and me photo that I got. Right, right, uh, right. Of people that are no longer with the club. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to sit there and yell at him and tell him anything before the game and all that kind of stuff. I love what Doofster is saying. I love what Doofster is saying. He accidentally called him Gary. Gary. (laughs) I accidentally called him Gary, and he still took a picture with me. (laughs) Hey, Gary. How you doing? That's even worse than Peter Brown. Yeah. I felt like such a, a, a goof. When I did that, I was just, hey, hey, what's your brother saying? Nothing. Nothing. He just made fun of me after when you guys were there. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. I thought he actually made fun of you there. Nah. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys didn't stop. I would have stopped. I would have been, Phil, hold your horses, dude. He's walking fast. Yet. He's walking with a purpose. Oh, I you know. I would have stopped him. There would have been nothing stopping me, I tell you. But, um,. Oh man! Well, Beckham also. That one of the things you know, and uh, because Richard Greenberg just put something about um, about Beckham, he did not move from the same spot. And Peter pointed it out, and I, I have a picture of it too. I don't know. Has David Beckham here. been at the home games? I had said to you because Ed. So so you know, there's there's seats that are like right on the pitch, and he doesn't sit in the seat, and he doesn't stand really either. He sits probably fairly uncomfortably, I would imagine, on the armrest. He sits on right. an armrest. Kind and, of, and we've noticed that every game every that he's game. here, he basically does it. Yeah. Every game that he shows up, that's where he sits. And that's what I said. If they ever make a statue of David Beckham here in South Florida, it should be him sitting on the armrest of a chair. Because mm-hmm. They should make it – they should maybe modify that armrest so it could be like a seat, you know, just for I, him. Yeah, put at least like a, a flap. At least put like a nice comfy bicycle uh, seat on there, you know, and give him a horn too, so he could beep at Phil. Beep beep, yeah, dude, you're my butt and all, but you know. Hmm. What happened? Something happened. That's what I was looking for. That. (laughs) Oh wow. I was like, I want, I want Phil to sit on his bicycle seat. I'm sorry, uh, David, sit on his bicycle seat and just at David. Yeah, well, um, I don't know, man. Um, I, I don't know how much influence uh, David has. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's probably. I mean, he's got more experience at soccer than than we do, obviously. So, you know, he, so he, does he? You know, talk to Phil and say, Phil, "That's what I was wondering. What's why, that why, conversation why, like? Why didn't you do this?" Why don't you do that? I mean, does he do that? I would love to be in that conversation, you know, listen in to see what he says, or does he stay quiet and let oh, Phil do his thing? He better not stay quiet. He's supposed to be what our vice president, director of soccer operations, whatever. I mean, it's just a title. He doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. But uh, you know, he just shows up. He's a figurehead. That's all he is. But I would hope that's his boy. I would hope he pulls him to the side, and even if it's. Hey, I still believe in you, but it's like you, you know. But there's got to be some critical like conversations. Right. I would. I wonder. You know, I, I at one point in the game, Jorge Moss got up and he walked over to David, 
and he was talking in David's ear a little bit. And I was just kind of like goofing off with uh, Julio and just like doing my impression of what Jorge is saying to him. And, you know, something to the effect of like, what the hell's going on? What's what's your what's your boy doing here? You know, what the hell? You know, mm-hmm. what am I paying for? You know, all this. Yeah, I'm ready know. to get rid of this guy. You know, I know he's your buddy and all. You know, I know you guys are tight. But, you know, but bro, you know, what's up? You know, you know, you know, David's not going to be the one that does that dirty job whenever it's time to get rid of Phil. It'll end up having me like no. Chris Henderson. Oh, or man. Jorge Moss. Probably. Yeah, it'd probably hurt him. Yeah. Why don't you come up to my office real quick? David will be conveniently uh, off uh, filming a, you know, cologne commercial or something. (laughs) Or or taking, uh, did did you see him taking Dancing lessons, yes. Yeah, dude, he was making those moves. You know, when when I saw him, I thought about Peter Brown, you know, dancing that samba music with his wife. You know, his wife's Brazilian, so... Uh, you should take some classes, Peter. I mean, if David Beckham could do it, dude, you guys, you should see my wife make fun of my dance because I don't dance. Um, I uh-huh. basically just do like a little head nod and one foot Ooh. just kind of doing this. Oh, come on, Peter. You could dance That's if it. you want to. I can't dance if you I can want move to. You your hands around. And I'm no friend of yours. You can dance. You can dance. <laughs> I know the song. <laughs> <laughs> You're no friend of mine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, you don't want I am I am the whitest of white and Oof, and man. I I found the one and only Brazilian woman that doesn't dance. I found her. Wow. The that's, one that's and only. Really well, Peter, I've seen you do a mean uh, robot, you know. I've seen no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Hey, while we're since let's to get off the topic of me dancing, let's uh let's listen to a couple voicemails, Ed. It's time let's do it. for your voicemail. Hello. What's up, me gente? It's your boy Yankee. Hey, I gotta first tell all of y'all. Um, remember when I said a few weeks ago, glass half empty, glass half full? Your glass got some holes in it. It's starting to leak. <laughs> some holes. Now, I know that it's only been a few weeks, but the reality is you guys can't seem to buy a goal. Your coach changes the formation. Makes complete sense to me. We're going to keep pushing forward. I understand it's the first time that Lou's guy, Campana, is there. I understand that he's playing alongside of the of Martinez, of the, the Venezolano. I get it, right? So I understand it's the first time you're doing that particular look, that particular combination. But the reality is, at this point, two, three more maybe matches, if you all were to lose, and it doesn't matter if they're one nothing, and it doesn't matter if they're 3 nothing, it's going to get to be a point where it's easier to replace a coach than it is a bunch of players, as we all know. And the last thing yeah. I want to toss to you is, I'm not saying it's all on Phil Neville, but um, when your team's losing, maybe you shouldn't be playing your kid. Now, maybe he will turn out to be the English equivalency <laughs> of Michael Bradley, and it'll be a situation where people say, oh, the coach is just playing this kid, and the kid turns out to be an amazing footballer. But why would you even put your kid in that position? Especially when your team needs a goal. Why are you going to go switch out with the defender? I just That was a weird change. Y'all got more questions than answers. And, uh, yeah, that ship is taking on water. Holler at you later, players. What do you think about uh, uh, Phil Neville Jr. coming in? 
Oh man, yeah, I was yeah, I was scratching my head, you know. I was like, I mean, give the guy some minutes, you know. I think he's a decent player, uh, but um, I don't know if that was a, the 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 change that we needed. I don't I, I don't think he really contributed in in any way to, you know. We should have been urgently looking for that tie. So I I would have you know sacrificed a, a forward, moved the guys over a bit. Uh, I mean, not a forward, a, a defender. I would have sacrificed a defender. And put in another forward playing or, or midfield player to try to fill up, you know, try to attack a little bit more. So I, I just don't agree with that. Dude, I'm not a coach, but, you know, if I could realize that that's not a good, you know, change and everybody else is realizing it, you know, maybe there's something there. And I know we've been complaining amongst ourselves when we're watching the game that in several games now, he pulls out Pizarro when he was one of the better players in the field. So some of the coaching decisions just in general have been a little bit off. I was reading um, the, the athletic today and in this article, they have a lot of topics, you know, uh, but one of the things is managers on the hot seat. Here we are just what seven games in who's on the hot seat. First up, they had Hernan Losada, who's the uh, coach for Montreal who took over a, a good team for Montreal. They lost some players, but still took over a good team. Greg Vanny is on the hot seat, and they also listed our very own Phil Neville. Phil Neville, um, you know, the, the, the uh, quote from Phil uh, that I was trying to find earlier, where he says, we, we probably should have been, uh, we sh we, this is what Phil said after the game, we probably should have been three down at halftime. And to... Um, uh, Los, Los, Los de West Palm Beach, he's saying we need to give Calendar his flowers. What a beast. Definitely on top of his games. And that's exactly what this is saying. We should have been down 3 nothing at least in the first half if it wasn't for Calendar, who made uh, Team of the Week. Uh, but, but Neville continued on saying, we've got some players that are comfortable, and from now on, those players won't be comfortable anymore because they're not playing to the levels I expect. And we've got the players that have not had opportunities that I think now deserve an opportunity. So in two weeks' time, we'll see that. So we're going to see them play youngsters, is with this, I think, I'm reading. And it sounds like Joseph is going to sit. Another thing he said in the post-game conference that I did appreciate, though, is because somebody basically said, Phil, who ultimately takes responsibility for this? And Phil, you know, he's, he's not making excuses. He said, I do. He says, at the end of the day, it's his, it's his fault. And I can respect that. That's what the thing that's hard with Phil to me. He's so damn likable. I like yeah, Phil is. a lot. Mm -hmm. And you, and you, you um, want him to stay. I want him to stay. I want him yeah. to succeed. Especially when you see. So last year, we were in a similar position. We had lost six games in a row. But if I remember correctly, the correction for that wasn't any great coaching move it was bringing in pozuelo which it always comes right. back to pozuelo right now yeah uh, yeah it's because i it, it, we missed the guy i mean he was the dude was a superstar and i think if he would have been on the team right now things would have been a lot different maybe joseph would have been scoring you know um i don't know do, do we get you know going as on a segue is robinson ready is mr glass ready <laughs> And we're never going to see him again. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll never see him again. I don't know. 
The only the next time we see Robbie Robinson, it'll be on another team scoring against us because he'll magically be healthy somewhere else. Better, yeah, and he'll, he'll <laughs> just never the way have it works with them. Just the way it works. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is. Um, yeah. Bruno is saying we just need to score goals. That's it. If Leo, uh, I'm assuming Campana can't do it, then we should find a new number nine. Well, calm down on Campana. He just had one game. And the one yeah, thing with Campana that I did notice in previous years, when he's not getting the ball, he will come back to get to the midfield to get the ball. He didn't do that. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if that's because he's still not really 100% fit. But, you know, let's let's give give him a... Um, give the guy a chance. Andres Castaneda yeah, brings he- up a good point, too, is that uh, we keep downplaying how much Gregory did for this club. Yeah, I mean, it's no coincidence, right, that uh, we start losing once Gregory gets hurt. However, he is not the solution to scoring goals, though. You know, he did help with a little bit of offense, but um, he is a much, he's a good captain. He keeps the glue of the team. He would have broken up a lot of the plays in the midfield. Yeah. But he's not going to make Joseph score goals. No, he, he but he was recovering a lot of balls. He would help yeah. us. He would have definitely helped us with the position. He would have helped a lot. Yeah, distribution, for sure. the distribution, uh, you know, the ball. I mean, we were a lot better with him than we are without him. Uh we've got that new player that's coming in, Dixon Arroyo, who's a all Ecuadorian like like I am. So like, uh, like, uh-huh. Talk about him for a minute. Um uh, somebody else was asking in the chat. So this is a guy that's going to you know, be the 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 replacement for Gregory at least for the short term. I mean, there's the rumors signing a one year contract with a one year option. What do you know about this Ecuadorian, which is from what I believe is your favorite club in uh and and Ecuador, Emelec? I I always hear you talking so much about how much you love them. Actually, he's from the team that is the arch enemy of my team. I, I'm a fan of Barcelona of Guayaquil, Ecuador. Uh, you know, you know uh, that's the most popular team in Ecuador, and then the second most. Oh, famous, I was confusing uh, you with Ricky. Is them like yeah, yeah, yeah Ricky? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Peter knows about our rivalry uh, uh, between uh, uh, Ricky Ricardo and myself. Uh, Ricky was an Emelec fan, and this guy is a player that used to play with, with Emelec. He was their captain, um, a pretty solid player. He's played uh, with the national team a bit. He wasn't called up recently. Because the players that are playing his position, he plays like a number five. The ones that are taking up his spot in the national team all play in Europe. So, you know, no space for him because of that. But he's definitely the best number five in um, in Ecuador uh, as of this moment. And rumor has it that Emelec, you know, didn't have enough money to pay for him. Uh, so that's the reason why he's going out. You know, there's, you know, that's what they're saying. Or what he's saying, but you know, where there are other conflicting things that he just looked for an excuse to get out. He had this opportunity with Inter Miami, and I think that was his ticket to to get out of his contract and sign with Inter Miami. Um, I think he's going to be um, a, a decent, uh, you know, I don't know if he's a replacement. I don't know if he's going to be able to fill in the, that position as well as Gregory did. But I think he's a, he's a good enough player. I mean, he's the best in Ecuador in that position playing within inside of Ecuador. Uh, so he's, he's been capped and, you know, let's cross our fingers that he'll do enough. I'm hearing that he's not too good up in the air, but he's good at distribution and good at recovering the ball. 
And uh, there's some videos out there. We put up a video on our Twitter, I think. You guys can go check that out. You can see him cutting, you know, uh, some of the play. So I think uh, crossing our fingers that, you know, everything's going to be. And I like Esteban, Esteban Dito saying, Emelec is the Real Madrid of Ecuador. No, I, I would say. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to pause just so I could pull oh, that up. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. There's no Real Madrid, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Especially not this year. But uh, <laughs> and I'm sure Ricky's eventually going to listen to this and he's going to be like, you know. Of course. And well, anyways, guys, yeah, uh, I think he's a decent enough player. Hopefully he's going to be on fire and he's going to, you know, help us out. Is he as good as Gregory? I don't know, man. It's good. It's tough to see, but hopefully he, he's he'll he'll do something where, you know, he'll be able to he'll be good enough. But is he better than Duke, uh, which is what Tank yeah. is asking? And, and I would probably. think probably yes. But the thing is, Duke, that's not Duke's position. And, and, and that's why. I, I, I'm i a huge Duke fan. I considered getting him on the back of my jersey, but not because I like him as a defensive midfielder, because I like him as an attacking midfielder. Right. Uh, right. You know, I, I think I don't agree with Phil in that that's his only position, you know, that that's the only opportunity that he's going to have. Um, right. So. And I, I agree with you. I think he should be. I mean, if you're going to give the guy an opportunity, give the guy the opportunity in that spot, in his spot, because that's where he was shining. And I think he could still, you know, God, dude, we don't have a number 10. Give the guy an opportunity. Let him play one game like that and see what he does. Yeah, because, you know, why would you, they sign him to a, a new contract. Why would you sign him to a new contract if you want, if you just envision converting him to uh, a defensive midfielder that's not his position? That doesn't, you know, because that's a position he's going to have to learn. That doesn't necessarily, to me, you know, get a new contract. And you, you're rewarding him with a new contract because you like what he's done. And what he's done is creative, not defensive. Right. So, anyways. All right. We got, let's, get, let's get to another voicemail here. Again, if you want to leave us one and you want to join in, you want to rant, you want to rave, uh, 786-474-4435. And here we go. What's up, Peter? Go ahead. It's Jonathan Carranza. Um, so basically, Miami's in a slump right now. And well, I don't know if it's the fourth or fifth game losing streak, but it's looking pretty ugly with Martinez not having a shot on goal, Campana coming back not having a shot on goal, um, the midfield looking lost, the defense getting ran 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 over mostly every game. I don't know, guys. I mean, now it's looking like we need a they need to change some with the coaching staff. That I don't know if it has to go go to firing Neville or finding a new manager, but it's looking pretty ugly. And I just want to take I'll just hear your take on whether it's the team that's struggling or the coach that's struggling. Because overall, I think that the coach is what makes the team, and that if we need a good manager to be able to mold the team together to a better performing team i just want to hear your question thank you so i think because everything that we've all the successes that we've heard about from phil or whatever the things that he's done the best is the team camaraderie they're all in it they believe together they're they, they they must have the the whole ted lasso thing believe that they hit every game or something you know, he's been very big into the culture of the team. And I think he's done a good job. This team doesn't quit. They fight for each other. 
and those are his successes. To me, those are qualities that you might want for your assistant coach. He might be a better assistant coach. The assistant coach can help, you know, get the whole, you know, I mean, the, the coach sets the culture, right? But then the, but then the, the, you know, he, you know, he's down there with, you know, with the players on the day to day, you know, uh, working on the camaraderie and play the basketball game, play the ping pong games, you know, let's all, you know, go out to team dinners and all that kind of stuff that, and all that stuff matters, but maybe not so much the head coach. And we knew when he got this job that he was also kind of like Bryce Duke learning on the job. He had never head coached a men's professional team. He's assistant coached, coached quite a bit and, and did the women's national team for England, which is different. So I'm leaning towards, we can't fire all the players every year. Cause now again, this is three years. This he is his team. Yes. He's, he's coaching under a sanction, and actually, you know, interesting thing, Ed, is we were always one of the higher payroll teams. I was Googling out of curiosity because I saw somebody make a comment on online. So I went and Googled. You know, we're one of the lower payroll teams this year. Wow. You get rid of a contract like wow. Iguain and Matuidi and things like that. And all of a sudden, we're one of the la- lower payroll teams. Obviously, they're nice. clearing cap space for Messi, maybe Busquets, all that kind of stuff. But um, so, you know, he maybe is not getting to coach with a full arsenal, but I think we have a better team than uh, um, than what the results show. So I guess long story to say, it's probably the coach. Yeah, and uh, I've seen on, on Twitter somebody, I forgot who it was, and I'm sorry, I forgot who it was, but I saw him put a picture of, uh, Federico Higuain, it's time to give him a chance to coach. What do you think about Federico? Nah, he also would be learning on the job. He's a great player, but he let him learn on the job with the two team. Let him do what he's doing. Let him do that for a few years, and right. and 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 you know, then you know, maybe yeah, then maybe. But I don't want another learning on the job coach. So that's just who's available. Who would you guys? Tell us in the chat who would you want. I, the one name I I, I thought of because uh, I didn't Tata uh, Martino get fired from Mexico or left Mexico. I think he's oh, I available. Think, I think I think he left. I'm not sure. If you guys know, go ahead and put it in the, in the chat. But um, uh, look, Jason Christ. That's another. That's definitely a Richard Greenberg saying. Jason Christ. Yes, he was a coach. Now he's, yeah, uh, you know he had ex- he had. Success once with one team, Real Salt Lake, failed what two other places. I don't know. I would love to. I w- Here's the thing: is if you got rid of Neville and you put Jason Christ in as your uh, temporary coach, I think you're the same. You're not. You're you're no worse. Let's put it that way. I think you're no worse. Right, right. And look, Jay Vasquez is saying, uh, no, who was it? Juan Rodriguez is saying Tata is going to Boca. Uh, I don't think he has, he's signed yet because I think I would have heard about it. Oh, okay. That's, well, that's yeah, the rumor. So I like the idea. If we were going to fire, he's the kind of guy I would like because I'm a I'm a firm believer in having a coach that has MLS MLS experience. 
I think MLS is different. And when they bring in a coach from outside the league, they sometimes struggle. Not always. There has right. been successes, but they sometimes struggle. And so since he, you know, has MLS experience and, you know, I like the idea. Christopher Harris checking in. I was going to say about him, yeah. The coach isn't the problem. The gaffer here. We don't have any depth in this squad. None of the substitutes fills me with any confidence. What do you guys think of that? Coach well, Chris, is not the problem. Is this the just one Brit? Experience. Is this we... just one Brit standing up for another? <laughs> oh, nice. But but the gaffer's definitely got. I mean, if there's somebody who could, you know, definitely got more experience than us, it's the gaffer. Man. Oh, sure, he knows what he's talking about. But uh, you know, I just wonder: is there some like uh, Brit love there? Maybe there there could be. Maybe maybe you know some hidden love affair there. But we don't want to say, you know, anything. I mean, um, I don't know, man. I, could he be right that you know our bench right now is kind of weak? Yeah, and if we, you know, if what I, if what I, um, the little bit of Google research I did, if if we are one of the, if we are indeed as low in the payroll as as what I think I saw is what I saw, um, if what I read was accurate, then clearly they could have put more money into making a better team to make more depth and things like that, and they they haven't. So, you know, their their depth is is bringing up Inter Miami two players, which. There's a huge risk there, and right. But you know what? Uh, they're saving up that money for that one dude that you, you and I know, and everybody knows we want. Making up that room, waiting for that, you know, for that big spending because that's going to be huge. Spending. Yeah, I hope it works out, but I don't know, man. And Bruno if says, comes, uh, oh. "Lassiter needs to start a match on the right to add speed and strength to our attack." Yeah, I'm will. Hey, at this point. Mm. Change. Yeah, Give him a shot. Okay. He is fast. He's getting up there in the age, but I think he's still got he's still got some gas in that tank. So give him a chance. Some gas in that tank. You get it? Richard Greenberg up from in Toronto says, since there's no game next week, does this show become a Miami FC episode? <laughs> Good. Good. My uh speaking about that, uh um Inter Miami's gonna face Miami FC in the US Open Cup. In a what in a, what like two weeks I think it is I forgot the exact yeah. date. Mm-hmm. Um, I could look it up, but yeah, towards the end of the month. Uh, but that's that should be interesting, man. I, um, how how I haven't unfortunately uh, been following Miami FC too much. Oh, they're not you, bad, Peter. They're not yeah, bad. They're doing good, and and they're always a, a good team. They're always uh, up there. Um, you know, uh, they they definitely are. You know, not afraid to put money there. Are people showing up to the, to the stadium though, Peter? No, yeah. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> nobody's nobody's showing up at that stadium. Uh, that that no 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 no. That's the thing that shocks me about uh, Miami FC is that Ricardo Silva keeps putting money into the team, and and you, you know, no nobody it's a nobody love. I think nobody shows up. Yeah. Um, he, he, he just loves to be there. There you go. Wednesday, April 26th, uh, 7 30 PM Inter Miami will face Miami FC. And, uh, last year we played them. If I remember correctly, the game might've been like one, nothing or something like that. We didn't, 
wasn't any great convincing um, win there. Right. And that's what Bruno is saying here. Do we even best Miami FC in their turf? It was a close match last season. Yeah, it was. I think we won 1-0. I think that's and what it was. It, it was there. Did, did you go to the game? I don't, I don't remember. I did. I I did, and I I plan on uh, on going to the uh, the game this this year as well. Trying to load the standings here. So Miami FC is currently sitting in tenth place. So with one win, four losses. So yeah, they're not doing. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was looking at Detroit. They have oh. zero wins, three ties, two losses. They're having similar problems, I guess. It's a Miami uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, it is a Miami thing. Uh, they played, I think, Tampa. Uh, did you mention that? I think it was t- they played Tampa this weekend. I'm not sure um, if they won. Did I don't you see that result. I'm, I'm, I'm flo- floating around their website right now. But looks like tickets might be around. F- Miami Classico, which is what they call when we play them, says uh, 15 bucks. So nice, cheap oh. tickets. Well, I think I think they're looking to fill up those stands. Uh, it's probably going to be, you know, at their home. Uh, they're going to be playing at home, you know, with a with a a a, a, a big pro Inter Miami. Yeah, just like it was last year. Yeah. yeah. So Miami FC falls to Tampa Bay Rowdies two nothing, but looks to bounce back against Detroit City FC in the next game. Esteban Dito saying. The way Inter Miami is playing, let's not be surprised if Miami FC dethrones them this time. I don't know about that. If what Peter's saying is true, I, it doesn't look like they're doing too well. Also, so it should be an interesting game. Even sure. it, it, it should be two bad teams playing each other. But the thing is, Neville's probably going to concentrate on. He's probably going to put some some of the the substitutes in. Uh, to that game, which gives uh, an, an inter, I mean, I'm sorry, a Miami FC is probably going to play with all their starters because they want to win that game. So that's probably going to be the difference right there. Sure. Um, somebody was asking the question about um, the Open Cup, if it's on TV. stream. It will be streamed live. The 2023 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup will be streamed live for free to a worldwide audience on the Bleacher Report app and Bleacher Report football YouTube channel. So I guess we I guess we go look for it on the, on the Bleacher Report YouTube channel if you want if you're right. out of if you can't make it to the game. All right, I guess we'll. Yeah, because it's not going to be on uh, on Apple TV. So no, no, that's uh, uh, yeah. It's not an MLS product, so okay. it's not going to be on the Apple TV thing. Hey, there was an interesting thing is I also read that there was a big owners meeting uh, recently, uh, I think last week, at the Apple uh, uh, campus in, I think it's Cupertino. And um, all the, a lot of the MLS owners went there. They sat there and they, they hung out with Tim Cook, the uh, CEO of Apple. Uh, Adidas was there as well. Basically, you know, there was a report that... Uh, Apple was not happy with the amount of subscriptions, according to this, which and this came from the athletic, according to this, they said, actually, no, they are happy uh, with the 
the way it's projecting, the way it's the way it's moving. It had such a short uh, ramp up that so far with what they've seen, they're happy. I'm sure they also in that long eight hour meeting or whatever came up with some ideas on to make it better. Um, so one of the things I would like to see on on that Apple TV, I know I went off on a tangent, but uh, um, is is more like magazine style type of stories on a player, like a magazine style show. And I know they've had these kind of shows on EPL and things like that, where you find an interesting story and you tell three or four of them in a 30 minute show or something like that, you know, beyond the pitch type of stories. They, sh- they need the, to, they need to do that. Kind of to make uh, people interested during the week or something. Right. Yeah. Um, to, to, to tune into them. Cause yeah, I, I totally forget. I mean, the thing is, a lot of the games right now are at seven thirty. So you know, I'd love to watch more games, but there aren't that many more games, uh, you know, at different times. So by the time I get home, if I'm lucky, I can catch you know the end of a game in the West Coast. Uh, I'd I'd love to have more content, you know, during the week because I might jump in there just to watch some highlights or whatever. But I'm not really thinking about oh, let me go to you know Apple TV to look at the highlights or, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's just nothing to attract you like during the week. The interesting thing, and I don't understand why they do this, but the highlights are also on YouTube. And I saw when the first week or two, they were not on YouTube and old man, the internet was mad. Why aren't they on YouTube? Blah, 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 blah. And I actually look at it from the other perspective as why would you, why would you put it on YouTube when you want people to go to the apple i know it's it's it helps with a bigger footprint of an audience i guess it's smart but it does i think in some ways diminish um you know having to go to to apple tv but it's funny is is they wanted to have a destination time all games are at 7 30 and and i i like that but i guess in some ways it can bite you because like you said there's they're not staggered in any way so you're, you you know you just do it like what I do I, as I generally I'll have like three games maybe out of the week that I kind of want to see and yeah. I just won't look at scores and so like you know I'll watch one today I'll watch another one tomorrow and things like that I'll watch the games later on um, right right it's it's kind of hard for me because I mean I'm Twitter a lot um, I think I'm I'm Twitter more than all the rest of social medias. Uh, and I'll, you know, people are talking about the scores. They're talking about, you know, the, the, the other teams that are playing. I won't uh, look. One of the teams. I won't look. No, really, dude. I'm not that look. disciplined. Uh, I, I want to see like LAFC games. I think, you know, they're 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 impressive. Uh, I think that's a team to beat this year. Uh, you know, Seattle. I might catch a game of theirs. Um, you know, um, that, that those are probably the two teams that I, that, you know, I like watching. I just like the way they play, and you know, uh, but. Otherwise, you know, there's nothing that really makes me want to watch anything other than Inter Miami. Back to the uh, Miami FC thing, Christopher Harris is saying actually, currently, Bleacher Report and YouTube are not going to stream the Miami FC versus Inter game, and then continues that U.S. Soccer and Warner Brothers Discovery are not showing every game. And if somebody would know, it's Christopher Harris. You got to go to yeah. World Soccer Talk. He probably has an article on this. If not, maybe he will soon. Um, mm-hmm. But more than likely, he already does. That's his his specialty is TV rights and things like that on WorldSoccerTalk.com, and that's where you should go and get that kind of information. But um, I th- the thing with the, the 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 time that the games are that's fixable. 
So this is a, you know, it's an experiment. It's one year one. This is what they're doing. And next year they could change it if they feel like um, the feedback is that I would prefer a more staggered time. You know what I did like is the first several weeks of the season, I think maybe the first six weeks, because I thought this week was the first time it didn't have it. But I remember there was a 4 p.m. game. So for the first several weeks of the league, there was one 4 p.m. game. And I would start watching that before driving to drive pink and watching our 730 game. Um, so I, I did enjoy at least having one game live earlier in the day. Yeah. So um, I, I, that's something I would have liked to. Yeah. Esteban is saying, yes, we need MLS to spread the, spread the games, not only Saturdays and some weekdays. There will be some weekdays. But the thing is, nobody likes weekday games. You know, the players don't like it. And so they're trying to get away from it. They only have them there generally because of, you know, trying to squeeze as many games into the to the season. Richard Greenberg is saying, wasn't that 4 p.m. game on Fox? Maybe, but it was also on Apple TV. So I, I, I don't watch Fox. I don't have Fox. Um, right. So I don't have access to that. I like a seven Dito is saying he likes, he wants to bring Marcelo Balbo in as a coach. He's a commentator. Yeah. <laughs> Almanderas 15 says, uh, Marcelo Bielsa. Is he available? Mm, interesting. Uh, yeah, he, he must be. Marcelo Bielsa would be good. I don't know. Doesn't, doesn't have MLS experience. I like, that's I like coaches thing. with MLS experience. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's the kind of coach that this team will go for. They're not going to go and they're not going to bring in somebody. Like they would not do what, say, um, Columbus did. I don't. I don't think our team would ever hire away a successful MLS coach from another team. They they want bigger, right? right? They they want the Bielsa's, you know, that kind of a coach. I think. You know, whereas Columbus, uh, Columbus saw what Nancy Wilfred Nancy was doing up in Minnesota and uh, in Montreal, and said, "That's our guy." He comes to Columbus, and guess what? He's doing it again in Columbus. He's doing a good job. But I just right. our ownership, for whatever reason, they just they they see these big lights. It's it's no different than them wanting Messi. They want these big names, even in the coaching, right. and then it doesn't work out, and you end up with Diego Alonso or Phil Neville because Diego was like their fourth or fifth. You know, Pick. choice. Yeah, yeah, but 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 he went on to take Uruguay to the World Cup, and they did. You know, they went to the the, the second round. So I guess they didn't do that bad. Yeah, but when he was coaching here, we none of us were happy with him here either. Granted, yeah, he was working with Tubby's uh, players, and we later found out that yeah, you know, that's a major part of the problem. But right. I remember questioning his substitutions making them super late in games you know so i mean he wasn't the answer either should he have maybe been given a little more time probably but yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't it didn't I, happen i think uh yeah 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 you're right and i think he he was the one he got one player and that was a uh, pisaro that was uh, that was him bringing him in all right. Uh, Doofster is uh, saying uh, Phil uh, was England's woman's soccer manager. He be- he came because he is Beck's friend, right? 
I wanted River Plate Gallardo. Everybody did. A lot of people wanted Everybody Gallardo. Did. He was yeah, a po- Gallardo. he was definitely a popular name. <laughs> Richard Greenberg says Jesse Marsh is available. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed oh. to be getting the job. Uh, he was interviewing for the job for what Lester or something like that. Uh, but yeah. that didn't that didn't happen. So, but right, he's right. not ready to come back to MLS. That's the thing. He still has European dreams. So I don't think he's coming yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. But I, you may, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll. Uh, if the opportunity comes, he'll he'll take one. He just probably just wants to keep working. Esteban says, Peter. No, it's it's not showing up. Uh, it says Peter Marcelo Balboa coached a Monarchs high school team in 2012. <laughs> the Monarchs. Yeah, but, but, I have I, in my neighborhood is a Monarch High. Is I wonder if is he talking about the Coconut Creek High School team? <laughs> Did he coach here in my neighborhood? I don't know. Anyways, Ed. I think I like the Baldwin. the end result is most. I think most of us feel like maybe it's time to get a new coach. But at the end of the day, I think I think Neville has at least two. You know, may, maybe you know what I think they give him at least until the chance of uh, of, of, of say what June July. I think he gets a couple more months maybe, and then if he if if the the trend is the same. He's out of here because I keep I keep wondering that would met you know we keep talking about wanting Messi does Messi want to come to a team that that just fired their coach a team that's a mess yeah and and would he well I think well Neville's uh, you know a big enough uh, name where I think uh, you know he would say all right you know I'll 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 be under you know Coach Neville um, yeah but does he want to be under you know filling the you know temporary coach you know, placeholder coach, whoever that may be, because uh, we right. fired Neville, for example. Right, right. Jason Franco Perry's is saying he gives him to the end of May. All right, I. He might be right. He might be right. If we if we can't win a game in May, then maybe he's gone. Anyways, everybody, if you made it this far in the in the in the video, put your your comments in the chat after this video is posted. Let's keep the conversation going. Who would you put to you? One, do you want Phil Neville out? And I'm assuming most of you do. And two, uh, who would you put in his place then? Who would you bring? Yeah. So actually, put put the comment in the uh, in the YouTube uh, comments. video. Yeah, once this video is posted, because yeah. that that'll you know we'll be able to check those out better, and you know we'll give you our feedback and stuff like that. Next so, week, uh, Peter, um, what are your thoughts, Houston? I don't know, but we could talk about that next week because there's no game. <laughs> so we got all next week to talk about Houston. All right. Well, <laughs> so stay tuned well, for wait, Houston talk go. next we'll week. Luckily, their best player uh, got a red card. Get some uh, guests. Yes, let's let's good. do that. It's let's get someone us. to talk to from Houston, and uh, it should be a lot of fun next week when we do this again. Everybody, thanks so much for watching. You guys in the chat are amazing. You're fun, and Ed has something else to say. Guys, uh, I was going to do the Spanish show following this right now. Unfortunately, we had, uh, you know, our little doggy passed away. So I don't, I, right now I got to, you know, deal with that a little bit. So, uh, but I will be back uh, this same time, 9 p.m. with the Spanish show next week. So, and, you know, we'll be talking about the last game and, you know, the feature game with Houston. So uh, stay tuned for that uh, next Monday, 9 p.m. in Espanol. And, of course, Sunday. Peter right Brown. here. We'll be back next Uncle. Sunday right here.
back on normal schedule, no holidays. And actually, I will be uh, a single man next Saturday, Sunday. So oh. the, the wife and daughter will be in Tampa going to see Taylor Swift next Saturday. And so, you know, next weekend is a... Uh, is I'm home alone, so party at uh, Peter's. Party at Peter's. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe, and we will see you next week.